The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language. Thank you for joining us again. This is Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. And you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. Danny, UCC still a, a huge topic of conversation. Every time I'm scrolling through Facebook, every time I'm doing anything, we're, we're still talking about it. It's nuts, huh? It's not going to get old. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. There is. There is. You know, we obviously have gotten a chance to do, I think we did 13 episodes or so over that weekend. Uh, 20. 20 episodes over that weekend. We've interviewed a couple of guys since then. And now, of course, today we're going to get into it here. We have Sean Baca on the phone again. What's going on, Sean? Oh, not a whole lot. Just uh, down here in Vegas right now. How you guys been? Shit, not living the good life like you, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm out here. Uh, there's actually a, a show going on. It's called LS Fest. And I'm okay. out here at Welder Up right now, just dropping off an engine and picking up a truck. So kind of hanging out. Living it up. I love it, man. Well, you deserve it after making 2,400-some horsepower on the dyno the other weekend, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could use a little bit of a break after that, uh, <laughs> UCC. Yeah, it was uh, it was a long weekend. I think a lot of times people, you know, they're watching a highlight reel, and they're, you know, you see, what, three minutes of things put together, and you're like, oh, I get it. But from the perspective of us being there and drivers and competitors actually being involved with it, it seemed like a lot longer than three days, didn't it? Oh yeah, the video, <laughs> the videos don't do any justice as to you know what goes into this actual event, into these trucks, just building them. I mean, everyone there is just running on no sleep, you know, for months on end, and and just living on the ragged edge, so to speak. That's why I talked but, to, uh, I'm going to talk to James and uh, Brandon and uh, get Monster to sponsor this thing or something next year. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can get Rockstar in there and have a, have a pallet of Rockstars at every every event uh, <laughs> for go. all the drivers and, and crew members just to, just so they can stand up. <laughs> it, is, it is crazy, man. I mean, uh, you guys in the pits especially, it, it seemed like there wasn't a truck that went down the track or through any event that didn't come straight back to the pits and get worked on. Uh, it was just, it, it was crazy, but I want to start at the beginning here. So last year, obviously you had shredder, uh, had the accident on the street, rebuilt the truck in a few days, like literally, and took it to the UCC laid down about the same horsepower, right? Wasn't it like 24, 43 last year? Um, I don't remember. It's 2,400 and some change. This year it was a little bit less horsepower. Okay. Okay. We slid down a little bit, but we're in a different atmosphere. Uh, it's a different dyno this year than it was last year, too, wasn't it? No, it was the same dyno. I think they just had it calibrated. Um, yeah, I don't know. I had some stuff going on with my truck that you know might have been uh, the cause for the less horsepower. I don't know. I just got up there and did my thing and luckily we had enough just to stay out on top so <laughs> sometimes you, you don't you don't got to make all the horsepower sometimes just enough to win right yeah i mean winning's winning i guess i mean <laughs> even one horsepower at that at, at 25 you know 2000 horse plus one one horsepower is a freaking mile at that power level you know yeah and that's yeah. what a lot of people so, don't understand they just right. think that um oh you made the same as last year. That's born. Maybe some people are there to hate, but I I have a lot of respect for that number. That is huge. Yeah. Well, I, I think yeah. also we talk so much about three thousand horsepower 
being the goal this year and to not see anybody hit it, some people did feel let, let down. On the flip side of it, I think it just shows how hard it is, and I won't say unobtainable, but just how insanely hard it is to make big horsepower and keep a truck together. So it's not, yeah, it's not like just bolt it together, right? No, I mean that's the name of the game. Who can who can stay together the, the longest when it comes to UCC? You know who can run on the ragged edge and and come out unscathed. You know that's pretty much the name of the game there. Absolutely. Um, yeah, these things. You know, at that power level, I, I mean, anything is possible. You know. <laughs> There's so much that goes on in, in, in the engine, let alone the drivetrain at that power level, that anything is possible. You know, one one little thing turns into a big deal, you know, whether it's something going on in the engine. I mean, at, at that power level, anything can happen within a split second, and it goes before you can even react. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, that's the name of the game for UCC is uh, – who can who can stay together pretty much and and uh, run good while they're doing it? Well, it's a hail mary fest, and we keep saying that, and it's so true. Yep. Okay. Yeah, well, and it, it, it's so early in the season, you know. None of us. I, and that's the thing. We're all trying to bring the best of the best of the game, and and we're all cutting it down to the wire to where we don't have any time to test or dial in or you know repair anything that split during testing. The little testing you have, you know, so. Uh, it's a, it's a very tough event. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about the truck. Uh, for any first time listeners who are just kind of getting into this, tell me about the build that you have in that, uh, in that NASA sponsored vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, um, it's, it's pretty much a stock chassis. Um, it's been gutted. We did fiberglass this year. Um, as far as drivetrain goes, I'm running a Hamilton uh, solid six seven block uh, with our, you know, all of our Shredder series uh, components inside of it. <clears throat> um, it's got Shane Kellogg's uh, turbos, you know, his spare set for his uh, super stock truck. Um, Trump, you know, everybody probably heard of that truck. So yeah, <laughs> I asked him for a favor and. Uh, he was kind enough to let me borrow his turbos and go beat on them for a weekend. What is that turbo setup? And, what size are they? I haven't even measured them. They're just huge. <laughs> they're, they're custom HX82s from Columbus uh, Columbus Diesel. Okay. And uh, I've never seen any. Nothing's ever come across me that's that big on this side of the country. <laughs> so I've seen them on Shane's truck in person. I've never seen them on a common rail or any some sort of sort of race truck you know but uh yeah they are awesome turbos they work really really good with each other as far as uh data goes you know and boost and and egt's and stuff like that but yeah um it's got a really good power plant and i got a transmission from um b&j transmissions here out of linden utah it's a new transmission we decided to go with instead of the 48RE we had. <clears throat> I just didn't have any luck with those, so we decided to try this. And, and what is this transmission? Yeah, yeah. Tell me a little bit about this. So it's 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 uh, 
these transmissions are all ran off of air, and you can run them with a converter or a clutch. And I opted to go with a clutch because I wanted to get a far, as far away from an automatic transmission as possible. You know, so pretty much simplifying everything to where it's damn near mechanical. <laughs> so I went with a four-disc clutch from Valair. It's one of their high-end pulling clutches that they put in um, dragsters, tractors, uh, pretty much anything that's, that's over 2,000 horse. <clears throat> and then that goes into the transmission, and that transmission, it's, it's they got these things in all sorts of stuff, like monster trucks, um, land speed cars, dragsters, um, rails, you know. I mean, it's a it's a pretty well-rounded transmission as far as, um, you know, motorsports goes. I don't know if they've done any off-road testing with them yet as far as, like, um, Ultra 4s or Baja trucks like that. But uh, right. I know they run them. You know, they're mainly just a, a pretty much just a drag transmission and uh, land speed because you can just keep stacking these things and get crazy ratios out of them to where you can go 200 plus miles an hour. Oh my God. So, <clears throat> but yeah, we got that. And then we got a, a SDS transfer case, a quick change transfer case with, uh, I had him put a four wheel drive, two wheel drive disconnect on it because. Uh, just for ease of driving around the pits, plus, you know, can't dyno and four-wheel drive. Right. So, yeah, and then that just goes into the, the factory axles that are loaded with all of Yukon's. Um, I got a spool in the rear, and it's got a Detroit locker in the front, but it's got Yukon gears and axles. So other than that, uh, suspension's pretty well stock. So... The, the big question, right? Like we've all seen the memes. Like, uh, what was they? They did have some funny ones, Sean. You you got to give them that, man. At least some of the guys oh, were, yeah. were pretty I mean, humorous. <laughs> I can't knock them. I mean, <laughs> it's <laughs> they're uh, they're not lying. I mean, well, well it was good. Are, but I mean, the ones I've seen, they're you know. I just roll with it. I can laugh at it too, you know. I mean, I thought I saw. I'm pretty sure I saw you comment on one the other day, a couple of days ago here, where it was like the world's the world's most powerful 12 second truck, and like you know, it was great because so many guys came back and they're like, right, said somebody who's never gone 12 seconds. Um, yeah, pretty common. <laughs> yeah, right? the comment I, I, uh, the comment we got on there, I was like, yeah, well, at least we got that going for us. You know, so, I mean, somebody's got to have this, have that title, I guess. So. <laughs> Well, obviously, but, uh, yeah, they, like nobody, nobody knows besides the people that are out there competing with me <clears throat> what actually it takes and what goes into these trucks. You know, there's blood, sweat, and tears, and time spent away from families and stuff. You know, there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into these trucks that people have no idea. You know, they're just um, they just sit there and watch and, and comment, but. Well, you know, I think that's, that's it. Do. Yeah, exactly. The, on the track or at the podium or in the magazine, <laughs> I don't, you know. Or even on a practice so. day at the track. They're not even. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing. You don't see the people that are actually doing it. You don't see any of the competitors or anybody that's that's doing this stuff talking shit on each other, you know, because they know. You know, they know all the all the hard work that goes into this stuff. And, you know, we're, you know, so to speak, like a family. Right. And uh, 
it's, it's just outsiders looking in that, you know, they're either jealous or envious or just can't do what we do and they just hate on it. I don't know. You know, I don't know what drives them. They hate us because they ain't us. It don't bother me none. <laughs> hate comes easy from, from my camp. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Sean, it's always been a pleasure to see you have such a sense of humor about it and be pretty down-to-earth about the fact that you made 2,400 horsepower and shit didn't work out the way you wanted it to. This year at the UCC, I feel like it was a catastrophe. I mean, I mean, everybody's truck. I mean, there was there was almost yeah, nobody who I, went through without issue. Yeah, that's the thing, man. The, I, that dyno, uh, it took down a lot of freaking people this year. And, I was, you know, I was expecting because my, my engine did over 3,000 horse on the on the engine down, so, and that was just on fuel. And when I got down there on the rollers and, you know, I had my issues with my truck and we could only get 2,400 horse out of it on nitrous, you know. Only. But, uh, <laughs> only. <they're, laughs> yeah. Yeah, only. And that's the thing. <laughs> it's, it, we, we joke around with that, too, you know. It's, it, we're so disappointed with these humongous numbers, you know. We're almost like, if we're not 2,500 horse and above, you know, we're doing something wrong. Which is, which is so crazy. It's, it's, I, I actually, it, uh, comes, it comes back down to like what I said earlier, anything is possible at this power level. You know, we're, there's trucks that out there have been doing it, but not with these setups. So this is like uncharted territory. You know, the, it, it's, and it's another thing to go from an engine dyno to a chassis dyno. Like it works on an engine dyno and then you go to put it in the truck and it just runs like this well you got to make changes from there you know so it's 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 finding that fine medium of both worlds as you know using the dynos as tuning tools and real life um you know whatever you're trying to do with the truck as far as sled pulling or drag racing or you know stuff like that because peak power is easy to make it's just usable power that you can actually manage and get down to the ground that's what it comes down to well that's the perfect segue you know danny and i were watching the video that you guys published over there at industrial about master shredder to what's next um and one of the things i thought it was really interesting you said we're going to back the power down and try to get this thing down the track do you think that's where the holdup is do you think you're just running too much horsepower too much torque through that sounds like a semi-custom transmission setup um, that's the thing. This, these transmissions, it, it's the, it's not the horsepower, it's the torque. And it, it comes on at such a low RPM. It just, it chews up the drivetrains on these trucks. I mean, whether it's, it's in the transmission or further down the, down the drivetrain in the axles or U joints, you know, stuff like that. And it's, I'm to the point where I'm tired of, breaking all my shit so i'm gonna <laughs> back down the power and save a bit of money and just start slow and work my way to it you know i mean i've clearly it hasn't what i'm doing is not working as far as drag racing you know so you you gotta almost go backwards from what you're used to you know and, and just do baby steps you know i've and that's the thing with that transmission. That's the most consecutive passes I've got out of it. Yeah, it did have its issues, but we were at freaking full boogie. Right. You know, who's to say it won't, you know, if I tone it down to 1,500 horse and just go from A to B, who's to say that it's not going to do 
you know, it won't hold all day at that. You know what I'm saying? Well, we saw 1,500 horsepower trucks getting Allison down there, at, you know, mid nines, right? So, so we know yeah. if we have something that's more robust than an Allison, which anybody who's like big into the drag race world knows that pretty much nobody in Pro Street runs an Allison because you'd be crazy too because yeah. they really can't hold together <laughs> over a thousand horsepower, except for maybe just a few oddballs out there like Mike Graves and whatnot. But uh, yeah, no. So I mean, there's there's definitely some some method to the madness there of saying back down the horsepower and get down the track. You know, uh, I thought it was really cool in the video. You threw out some numbers, you know, I want to see it in the mid nines. would love to see it in the eights. It's got the power. How much drag yeah, racing do you thing, do out you know, there though? I, Is that something that you're really big you with? Can build a, you can build these trucks, but who's to say they're going to perform? You know, it's, it's not a dragster. So I don't have any idea what it's going to do on the drag strip. You know, it's not, a, <laughs> it's, it's not really a purpose. It's a truck that's built to do three things, which is very hard to do with one vehicle. You know, the, the setups between sled pulling and dynoing and drag racing are, are miles apart, you know, and we're out here trying to collaborate and get the best of all three worlds and get it to where it's, it's somewhat easy to change over and not, you know, have to have completely you know different chassis you know what i'm saying so <clears throat> i do know exactly what you're saying and that's something that we saw at the ucc and i think a lot of guys talked about about you know are we going to see next year a little bit more tightening down on the screws with the rules and making sure that you're running one truck through all three events and that there aren't any major changes um but i, th I think it also brings up that question about like you had said earlier about keeping these things together and keeping them reliable. Some of the guys who performed quite well throughout the whole show didn't win any single category, but yet they made themselves into the top five or top 10 because they just made it through, made it through. Exactly. They kept it together yeah. for all three events. You went big on every event. You, you were there. You were there to yeah. try to kill it, man. Oh, of course he did. Yeah. It's almost like the, the tortoise and the hare story, you know, you know, you got <laughs> some trucks that are just, built to go fast and win all the time and then you got the ones that are just consistent and well-rounded that you can gamble on these big trucks breaking something and not making it to the next event you know so it's 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 definitely a hard line to walk as far as that goes you know having a something that's reliable yet badass enough to to be you know come out on top of every every event so I got to see you perform personally in each event. And during the drag race, I mean, you started out of the hole awesome, and then all of a sudden that trans looked like it gave out a little bit, and then you kind of coasted. I feel like the dyno you performed obviously very well, and then the sled pull event, which I was most looking forward to, um, you started out awesome. That thing looked like it was just going to sail down the track, and then at 81 feet she stopped. So, I mean, I feel yeah. like uh, you were going for the gold, and – yeah, what the fuck happened at the sled pull? Um, I think it was just a combination of all the broken shit from drag racing and and band-aiding it to get it on the dyno. Um, it just finally gave out. Um, I got it home and tore it apart. We blew up uh, one of the planetaries Whew. in the the transmission. Um, the clutches were were pretty well smoked. Um. I blew up the reverser freaking sitting there on jack stands because we had some, we we welded one of the clutch packs in the truck and 
you know, in the air with the engine running. It shouldn't, the tires shouldn't have been moving, you know, we should have been in neutral, but I had bumped uh, the reverser and it just grenaded that. So, no. yeah, and it was, uh, I mean, that's not like something we could fix there on the spot in a timely manner given the situation. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the sweat hole. I think, you know, with some fine-tuning and stuff, we can get this transmission to work fairly well in all three. I'm not saying that it's going to be bulletproof, but I'm saying that it, it, it can be a well-rounded transmission that, yeah, you might have to go in and, and restack the clutches or, you know, change a shaft here or there, but it's not going to break every single pass. Um, <clears throat> there, because there's, with this transmission, um, there's a lot of possibilities. You know, I can change the ratios in the planetaries to give me different gearing. Um, I can change the gearing in the T case, you know, I can overdrive, underdrive, and then I can change the gearing in the axles as well to suit fit. So there's a lot of um, stuff to work with. And I mean, there's even more stuff I can change as far as clutch material, how much pressure we're throwing at it, um, how fast the, the main clutch is applying you know, off the engine to the transmission. So there's a, there's a lot of stuff, you know, it's like sitting in front of a radio booth with all these switches and knobs and, you know, it's, it's figuring out which <laughs> one's going to sound the best and run the best, you know? That's why we got rich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you need a producer. It's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm trying to do. You know, this is something that's not been done in a 6,000 pound truck. So I got a lot of you know, I got the designer of the transmission working with me. I got Dan Valance with the clutch, you know, with all his expertise. Um, Jared Volmer, he's he's ran that transmission when he had the record for uh, Pro Street, and he's the one that actually writes the tunes to where, where tell the transmission to shift and when to apply. Um, we got Ryan Milliken tuning the truck to where we can say, hey, I need this power here, this power there, and, you know, it's, and that's what I mean by my team. You know, I, I don't want to go out and just buy everything and just, you know, we're working on it as a team. All these guys have their own input and, you know, I feel like they're the best at what they do. And that's why they're, they're helping me. You know, it's you know, so rare so, to hear that, Sean. It's it's definitely very, a lot of, very rare. a lot of brains going into this. You know, it's not just me pounding my head against the wall, trying to throw a, a Hail Mary every time, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, input going into this, so absolutely. For those that don't know, you know, and people that just speculate like the haters, you know, that <laughs> they don't know what goes on behind closed doors, and they don't have any grounds to speculate on. So, well, that's <laughs> it. And and Sean, you know, that's what I was saying there is that it's so rare to hear this because we get so many guys who say, "Well, why doesn't he run a trans from this person, or why doesn't he run a trans from them, or you know, why doesn't he do this, why doesn't he do that?" and it's great to hear that you've developed a team and you've started kind of figured out who you wanted to work with and then continue to stick with them. Because like you said, this shit is cutting edge. This is, this is all brand new to anybody. So nobody has an answer. It's all a guessing game. You can make an educated guess, which is sounds like what you're trying to do. But at the end of the day, there's no crystal ball. That's going to say one plus one equals a nine second pass. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing at this power level that everyone's at, that goes, for everything, you know, it's not just this transition, it's this launch transition. I mean, these guys are pushing these things so hard, you know, and it's not just them throwing a Hail Mary pass. It's they, they've got a lot of input, and 
it's, it's, it goes into every setup. You know what I'm saying? It's not just my particular setup. It's, it's, it's everybody that was there, you know, they've, they're doing what they think is what needs to be done, you know, and it's, it's stuff that has never been done by anybody, you know, the guy next to you might be a little bit further ahead, but who's to say the next thing you do isn't going to put you ahead of them. That's right. And when you have the queen of diesel in your corner there, Sean, good things are going to happen. <laughs> we, Paul and I got a chance to meet her. Um, she owns industrial. What's her name? Her name is Geraldine. Geraldine Williams. We had so much fun, actually. Danny and I did have a chance to catch up with her and Brett and the rest of the crew over there at Industrial. I think you were the only, you might have been downstairs, but I think the only one missing from the table there uh, over at Rock Bottom Brewery in Indy. And it was, it was a blast. We're definitely going to have to have some more guys on from over there at the shop. Um, but man, I'll tell you, Sean, the, the truck looked nasty and those cut tires on it and the weight box, it looked like a legit sled pull truck, which I've always kind of thought of this, of your, your truck, Master Shredder, as kind of a, a dyno truck. Right, like that's where we've always seen it perform the best. Um, what's the future of this thing with sled pulling? Are we are we going to make it a dedicated puller? I heard you mention it in the video. You're on the fence here, man. What what do we got to do to to tell to have you say you're going to oh, keep this thing in the that's dirt? The thing. <laughs> that's the thing. If I if if I can't get this transmission to work, I know of one transmission that will work, and that is a straight reverser. You know, either Profab or SES. Those will work, but it's one gear, and at that point, it's going to become a dedicated puller until somebody, whoever they are, wherever they are, can come out with something that they can prove to me that can go round and round and round and not break, you know. And and even uh, I've heard of people blowing up Dropbox reverser setups. So oh yeah, seen it happen. <laughs> but. So last the year, chances of doing that are, are pretty slim. They got those things pretty figured out. So, yeah, yeah. well, and that, it's 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 gear to gear. It's not more than one. You know, you got forward and reverse, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I know those will hold. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I I want to see before I do anything drastic. I want to at least um, get some more data out of this transmission and and figure it out to where it'll it'll go from A to B more than you know, a handful of times. <laughs> so, you know, once I get fed up with that, then maybe we'll uh, make it a dedicated puller. I don't know. Well, last year I mean, at the, it, after the UCC, it, it's Sean. It's definitely a good look for the truck. Damn it. it I'm sorry. I'm talking over everybody today. <laughs> but I just want to say last year at the uh, UCC, um, well, after the UCC last year, you went out and attacked all the freaking events you could possibly go to on the dyno. You were everywhere. So I personally hope to see the Master Shredder out and about at some of these events this summer. Um, do you have any big plans on competing with it at other events this summer? Um, that's another thing I've kind of been thinking about lately is how much I want to chase that circuit, the dyno circuit again. You know, it's hard to pass them up given they, they pay out really well, but also I'm, I want to focus more on drag racing and then do stuff, you know, behind the scenes at my own pace to where I can get this truck dialed and not, um, just go out and, and make one pass and, you know, a one and done, you know, I want to be able to take it to an event and go round after round after round. Like it should, you know, like it should be. And, um, uh, I don't know, it might back off the dinos a little bit, you know, just give people a better chance of progressing themselves, you know, mm -hmm. like 
it's gotten to the point where I show up at a dino event and nobody wants to play. <laughs> so um, yeah. to the point where it's like, you know what, I'll, I'll step out and let them do their thing. That way it puts some money in their pocket and then they can put turn that and put it in their truck or do whatever, you know? Yeah, get some more competitors so I, I, out I'd here. like to kind of back off a little bit and, and give some people um, – you know, help them out that way. That sounds like some bullshit. You know, I, I think you should be the last entry so they don't know you're signing up and then clean house with them, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sean, you mentioned that you want to focus more on drag racing. What's your background in drag racing? Have you been doing it for a long time, or is this something that's a little bit more new to you? No, I've I've drag raced, you know, ever since I've got my license. And we have a local <laughs> track. That has, back then, they were like the high school uh, midnight drags. So I'd go out there with you know, whatever vehicle I had. But then uh, I got into the diesel stuff, and then we built the Duramax drag truck, you know, industrial truck, and I was the I was the original driver of that. And, uh, you know, I used to run nines in that truck, so I'm not – it's not like I haven't ever been down the drag strip, you know. It's, it's something with my truck just – hates the strip and (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what it is but it's it's, uh last year we did that little thing down in phoenix and was on 1320 but yeah that was i had some new setups in the in the truck and off the line um it it smoked the forward clutches so we went in the pit and rebuilt it with a checker o'reilly rebuild kit so you know it wasn't the the best of um (laughs) materials i could have used but it was what was available and uh <clears throat> i have this had this launch control button on the steering wheel and i'd never used it and I was like all right well let's try it out and used it well the, the beginning of that run was just driver error like i go to launch and this thing's not going anywhere and it's like oh yeah dumbass you got to let off the button <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> once i did it that, that thing took off like a rocket and it you know, it went 140 something miles an hour with like a damn near three second, 60 foot, you know, so the truck makes the power. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just going to come down to seat time and how reliable I can get the setup. Well, clean your act up on the track, man. We're looking forward to seeing you tear it up. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, follow Danny's advice. Uh, now that he said it. a learning curve with having a clutch and a handbrake and, um, trying to hang on to 2,000 horsepower. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on, that's there's, for sure. <laughs> absolutely. If it was easy, everybody would do it. You said it. Yeah, exactly. Well, Sean, we definitely appreciate you taking time out of your work vacation time there. How can, we follow you? How can people follow you if they want to f- keep uh, seeing the progression of Master Shredder? Um, you can follow me on Facebook or Instagram. It's probably the better way. Um, they can follow industrial uh, social media pages. Or you can swing by the shop and, and come grab some I.I. swag and see the shop and hang out with the guys and see the builds that we got going on and, uh, you know, check out the whole shop. You know, we have a lot to offer there as far as diesel performance goes. You know, it's, it's pretty cool. We get them all the time, little tours coming through. So it's it's, uh, it's definitely a cool, cool thing we got going on down there. So it's, it's, it's one to check out, that's for sure. I'm going to take you up on that There's next time I'm out there. On. Absolutely. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, thanks again so much, Sean, for putting on a great show at the UCC and for joining us today. This has been Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. Thanks for listening. 
The Diesel Performance Podcast is brought to you by Calibrated Power Solutions, home of DuramaxTuner.com, developer of performance engine and transmission calibrations for a wide variety of late model diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, John Deere, Jeep, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920. Can't do what we do and they just hate on it. I don't know. You know, I don't know what drives them. They hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> hate comes easy from, from my camp. <laughs> <laughs>